My name is Danny Bocart, the host of the DIY podcast. Um, Kari, thank you for joining me today. The pitch, like, I think you already know how everything so mm-hmm. goes. Yeah, the pitch, yeah. go. All right, yeah. Hi, my name is Kari Waru. I'm an expressionist artist from the Fountain. I make art and I'm looking to make clothes and furniture in the future and put NN on the map and uh, make a big impact. <laughs> Joe, it's crazy, bro. Because I'm just thinking, what the fuck am I saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, one second left. <laughs> just trying to do what I can and uh, make an impact. 21 seconds left. Yeah, I just want to try to exhibit as much as I can, get my face out there as much as I can. And um, yeah, it's going to be exciting year. 12 <laughs> seconds left. <laughs> this is crazy. 8, 7, 6, 5, was 4, 3, <laughs> 2, 1. Yeah. So like I said before, like the whole pitch thing is meant to be like a dig at the... Like I said, it's selection process and mm-hmm. how like you're meant to basically boil your entire like essence into like what sixty seconds, like elevator pitch, and that's not reasonable for like yeah. some people. Like yeah. can't you? Yeah. So have you ever, have you had to do like a, a pitch before? No. I, like I said, my kind of a pitch is just explaining myself really, explaining yeah. what my art is, explaining what the process is, explaining how I came about the the piece itself, yeah. um, what I was thinking. So that is kind of a pitch as well, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, a pitch. I think people use pitch as more of a business kind of business thing. Business thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're more of a creative. Exactly. Yeah, it's more of the, yeah. it's just another word for what what is it you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so like in you um, in the pitch, air quotes, you spoke about um, your sort of Northampton based mm-hmm. regime, Northampton. Um, let's start like at the conception stage, like your early influences. What are some of the things that sort of possessed you to be like, yeah, I think young black man in the fountain, I'm going to chase, pursue a career in, I think, yeah, definitely. I think it's, um, a lot of it is just being brought up in a creative family, first of all. Yeah. Um, and just trying to find my creative thing that I do and just trying to find out what it is exactly I do, what, what it is exactly I want to do as a creative person. Yeah. Um, and it took me a lot of years <clears throat> But only now I've come to find that this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. So yeah, and um, having an artist like my uncle in my family as well. He's yeah. a, he's famous. He's a famous artist in in Antigua. Mm. So having him there just to guide me and stuff, which is, is really good. Yeah. Um. But yeah. <laughs> and um. So so you're self surrounded by um, creators. You grew up on mm-hmm. a healthy diet of art and creative stuff. So that so so having someone to look at sort of put you in a in the mind space about yeah this is something I can I can go full full throttle on mm-hmm. and everything um, so to like the from the conception surrounded by this to the like actualization stage what are some of the challenges you faced in the way of like building the brand name um, I don't think I don't think I, I don't think I, f- I face much challenge I don't okay. think I just re- take risk yeah that's my way of um, facing like, having challenges yeah um, you sp- well, before you spoke about that COVID period like so where you yeah, found your style. So yeah, that, okay, yeah. So that that was kind of a challenge, but it kind of developed me and helped me to where I am today. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. So that yeah. I think that's the unique stuff about like creative, like entrepreneurs or creative pe- um, creative work or craft is that maybe in a conventional space when you have face challenges that can maybe take you back and pause. But like if you're more in the creative trade mm-hmm. you could even take that challenge or whatever and even add it to the artwork and even pushes you even further mm. I think that's maybe um, something maybe other like professions don't have definitely yeah. definitely as an artist it's um, it's a lot harder to feel get. It's, a, it's a lot harder isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. definitely um, 
so more around the actualization stage so how do you how you like time management how do you do you do you is it full it's full time I, I work um at mental hospital 12 hours a day okay so 14. so what time do you have for the actual art then i only work i only work 14 days a month okay <clears throat> so i do like a long week and a short week um so i'm trying to split that time between studio friends and family yeah. Um, and then just free time by myself, just chilling by myself. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, because as an artist, you you need that free time to like, I know, gather like dust and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. You need, I think a lot of a lot of my time um, before I actually started getting this work, like a lot of work get out the door. It was just sitting there and just thinking about a lot of what I'm going to do. Yeah. And just looking for inspiration. And yeah. In the smallest places, um, you find inspiration. Hmm. Um, what was that thing you said to me before when we, when we was talking? There was a thing that that, that one's the name of painting, isn't it? Um, the name of the your your style, or talking about what got you to the dance in, in yeah, the first place? Yeah, yeah, dance, yeah, yeah. Staying with the authenticity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. So I'm <laughs> kind of going off topic, but that, that just might inspire me, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, so but yeah, back to topic. That's what I meant. Like, so those kind of things that people say, yeah. or things you see, or things you do, it yeah, inspires. Yeah. It inspires me. The work. Yeah, yeah it inspires the work. Um, yeah, so you yeah. put it in, yeah. Mm. Um, so, conception, surrounded by creators, having it in the bloodline, the family, to the actualization stage, time management, um, then to sort of learning curves. What are some of the things you had to learn difficult, hard the hard way? This is what I meant to say in it. Because I, I got confused with the challenges. Yeah. With learning curves. Learning curves. I don't have learning curves. I use my learning curves I use my risks as yeah. learning curves. That's what you said before, isn't okay, it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the risks is a learning curve. So I'll do something that's risky and find myself, oh, this works, it doesn't work. Yeah. That's my way of learning yeah. um, and developing. Such like the vessel paintings that I've got at the, the uh, exhibition um, at Molasses Gallery, that they, uh, I cut out holes in them. And before I cut out holes in them, I was a bit, I was shook yeah. to put holes in them. Because you haven't done that before, that's I've not I've never yes. done that before. And the pain that I went through to cut out these holes, man, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> but it, yeah, but it was worth it. And yeah, because yeah. people, that's, people love these, these paintings the most. I'm thinking, okay, cool. Yeah. So then I went home, I made some bigger ones. Yeah. So you'll see what, what I'll do with them soon. Um, that's going to be yeah. bit, really exciting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I just like to take risk rather than, and that's my way of learning. Learning, yeah, yeah taking the risk. I think what, what you said, what we also spoke about this, before so like um, risks not being afraid to take the risks and not sort of judging the work before you even put it out there exactly yeah like, so just putting it out there and yeah, getting just, the and doing it, doing it doing it for the love of you not for the love of others yeah and doing it because you want to do it not because you're trying to please someone because you can only please so many people but you can mm. please yourself as much as you want and, and fulfil yourself as much as you want mm. and, if, and it feels better as well knowing that if you make something because you like it and then someone else likes it, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, I'm doing something that I like and yeah. people like as well. So so I think that tags on to the question I asked earlier as well about how do you measure impact? So like, um, a lot of people measure that as impact enough to like, if you please yourself and the people around you and mm-hmm. you get the nod, that's, that's impact enough for them. And then we said, um, so how do you measure impact? Is it, is it the money? Is it the, the, the inspiring the next generation? Is it just getting better with your work is it like my, your tight my, circle my my um sort of my 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 um my thing is to be able to leave my job and be able to work and pay my friends and family okay 
it's impact enough. Me, yeah. So that's yeah. what I'd like to do. So um, making a living off making off, a living off, off what it, you yeah. love, what you're doing. Definitely. I mean, it's it's all it's all it is about money, but it's not because when I first got my my uh, when I first got paid for my first couple of paintings, I'd, I thought, oh yeah, I've I've made it, like yeah. made. But it was just kind of like, yeah, cool. I made money. Yeah, I made some more in it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I need to make this because I was like, yeah, I made money, but that's literally just enough to pay off pay off my, my rent. Bills, it? Like, yeah. Obviously, I got a job, so I am able to pay my bills and stuff. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of it as a way where I need to earn a certain amount a month. Yeah. Where I'm able to pay for my bills. Do my artwork and have money to save and money to treat the kids yeah, to go yeah. out. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. that's kind of what I want to do at the end of the day. Yeah, I think that's something we also mentioned earlier is like mm. the space that commercialism and creativity um, occupy. Mm. Uh, we've seen it done before, like um, name drop Virgil Abloh, um, Kanye West. So like we've seen people occupy that creative space and commercial space at the same time and mm. still like feel their work and everything. Exactly. We also mentioned our point it is to like still keep in touch with like the the streets like mm. for slang like keeping it ghetto man keeping it yeah keeping it authentic exactly. <laughs> yeah 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 uh, so on that underground isn't it yeah 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 on that uh, on that note like so how's the um, reception been so yeah Northampton like, to your work com- com- Northampton commercially is is not there yet they haven't clocked on to it yet but underground it's all good like it's getting there um, I have a lot of friends that are artists rappers um, designers um, underground, all underground, um, and we're just we're just keeping it moving. Well, yeah. Don't stop. Yeah. Until and and I think it's the thing where until the commercial people can't ignore us, that's when we're okay. We're gonna keep going because yeah. I'm trying to get into a commercial gallery in Northampton. Yeah. And the contemporary. They're contemporary. Yeah, call and they're, them. They're call them out, me. man. They, they don't want to know. So <laughs> yeah. we're just gonna open up little shops here and there. Um, like you know, you get like an old shop that's shut down. You can rent it out for like a month or whatever. Do that kind of thing. Yeah. Hold shows, art shows, events, fashion shows, um, there's, there's parties, stuff like that, and just yeah. he's make making noise. Way, yeah, 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 yeah. I think um, like I asked, asked just to go a bit further. Like, asked, why do you think that it's that way? Why do you think they're not recognizing the talent itself among the youth and like the I kids in Southampton? I think a lot of people are hung on the um, the stereotype of a perfect artist. Yeah. So like if you're not seen as this perfect artist, perfect, yeah, not perfect, but like it's a traditional artist. Okay, if you're not seen as a tra- tra- traditional artist, and this is a, no, do you know what's actually mad? Actually mad, yeah. My mother's told me this. It's not even about traditional artists. Actually, it's about the amount of followers. Okay, Clicks. If you've got loads of followers, yeah. Galleries for some reason they want to know who you are, but that <laughs> doesn't mean to say that you've got good art. Yeah, or that doesn't mean to say you're going hard. Yeah, like you, anyone can get loads of followers, but if you've got loads of followers, aren't you just an influencer? I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird, yeah. Isn't it? So yeah. commercial people, they look for they look when they when they're scouting for these new artists, yeah. new fine artists. They're not looking. They're not looking for um, great art. They're looking for followers because they're they're looking at it from a business point of view. Yeah. Whereas the underground, which like, this is why I love the underground, the underground so much. People that look at my art from the underground look at it for the love of it. Yeah. The people that look at my artwork from a commercial standpoint. Which, from what I've seen, yeah. they look at it as a business point of view. They look at it as numbers. They look at it as, oh, how much money can you make me? Yeah, I'm looking at it the same way as how much money can I make from art. But the love of art is always going to be there. Yeah, I think going back to what I mentioned again before, like so, like sort of the the, the pull, push and pull between like commercialism and like creativity. I think mm-hmm. you're, you're touching on that again. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's is it like again like like I said when we were talking. 
this has opened my mind as well because I, I actually I fully haven't actually took that commercial and underground yeah and looked at it that way yeah and I look at it that way now I'm talking about it, I'm thinking that's yo that's crazy because it's true it's yo. a it's a tough blend like it's a balancing act almost like because you like you said the impact the way you measure it is like living off this mm. so that commercial part is important mm-hmm. as young entrepreneurs coming up in this yeah. generation but that creativity part again what got you to the dance that real thing so it's like it's like you're going through baggage claim and you want to take both of this but you can only take one exactly. and everyone's like it's yeah. it's acrobatics almost exactly like I know, I know. But you're creative you're inspired by that exactly I know, I know i know i can make i can make money commercially but at the same time i don't want to just take i don't want to be just making making art for the sake of making art like i've got loads of paintings in my studio yeah but people are messaging me saying yo you've got loads of paintings in your studio i know we've got, i know this is more business but obviously yeah. i just want to just mention this quickly People, people come to my studio and they're like, "Oh, you've got loads of paintings." I'm thinking, "Yeah, but I can do loads of paintings, but they're, they're all they've got, they've all got meaning." Yeah. Whereas if I was doing commercially, I think I'd just be making paintings, um, loads of paintings uh, that don't mean anything. But no, I'm going to make loads of money. Through. Yeah. So when I do start going commercial, it's going to be things like sculptures yeah. and one-off pieces. So okay. it's still underground, but underground. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just digging a bit further, I feel like, well, we we, ha- we have seen that commercial and creative creative stuff. Like we have seen it done before. Mm-hmm. Like, um, rest in peace, Virgil Abloh. Like mm-hmm. that's the one I keep going back to. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. we have seen it done before. Like how they do it, it's like is there a power? power is there, I just want to be honest. I have an honest conversation. So is there a power of us that's just holding too tight to this like authentic stuff, mm-hmm. this street stuff? Like, mm-hmm. is it is it worth the the, is it worth the um, how do I put it the, the brain work basically do you know what the thing is I think a lot of people this is the thing that being from the streets and being underground yeah we, we, we have a true love for it yeah and I think as creators we worry that once we let the commercial people in they're going to take away the whole proper the heart of it, it and the heart of it yeah the heart of it and that's what I think a lot of people are worried about yeah. um, but you've got to be smart about it yeah you gotta totally. get your, your foot in the door commercially and then be like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm gonna bring my own things in. Like, I was talking to a gallery and I was saying, oh, yeah, you can, you can um, set up a, ga- a space here, but this room is too big and this room is, you need to hold it for eight weeks. Or you can put your thing in, in here for uh, to sell and we can yeah. take 25%. I said, what I'd rather do is take the room for eight weeks yeah. and sell privately. Because okay. I know people are gonna, I've, yeah. got, I've got my manager's got buyers. Yeah. He's get, he gets me all my buyers. Yeah. I've got the money in it. So I'd rather just do that. And, we'll, and do you know what I mean? So yeah, that's, that's yeah. my way of bringing it commercially together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. you, it's something you mentioned, getting your foot in the door. So just drop a couple of jewels for like people listening. Like, So like, how have you gotten your foot into the door? Like, what's some well, of the moves you've made? I, like? I got my foot in the door because I'm here talking to you, innit? Okay. This yeah, is my foot so in the door. networking, yeah. Exactly, Speaking networking. to people, yeah. And um, what I mean by foot in the door is literally I'm doing, I'm doing, right now I'm doing what's expected of me as an okay. artist because people recognise abstract. Yeah. Everyone, everyone recognizes abstract. Yeah. What I'm looking to bring out in the next year is going to be a bit like, oh, what is that? Like, it's going to be a bit more questionable. Okay. So it's going to be a bit more, um, a bit more yeah. of a challenge. A challenge for a you. A bit yeah. more questionable. A bit more, um, contemporary. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So you said I'm trying to tie a nice bow on the conversation. So we started with like the conception stage, mm-hmm. surrounded by the, the creatives around you and the family, friends, and keeping head strong in the actualization stage, um, time management. Then learning curves, you said not really learning curves because like 
by risking yeah, you taking risk taking risk because it just inspires your work even more we're talking about the impact in the community and um, um, you have a, a show is it a yeah a I, I have a show at the moment exhibited at the Molasses Gallery yeah. um, I keep forgetting what the, it's the, the actual building's called give me a second yeah no worries Uh, what de- what date is it? So it's open at the moment uh, for about two months. Yeah, located in um, South London, the Haggerston pub. Yeah, so that's in that's in uh, Shoreditch. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the that's my show called Aneurysm, curated by my manager Tan- Tanaka, and he ha- he has his gallery, the Masters Gallery. Yeah, so that's and I've got a closing party for that on the first of April as well. Yeah. So if you want to come through, you come through, man. Yeah. See certainly. What, see what happens. Certainly, man. Certainly. Um, but yeah. Um, so like you said, you've been taking this art deal seriously um, for like two years now. Mm-hmm. You said. Um, and, uh, so what, who've been some of your like inspirations or like uh, mentors, you, would you say, to just keep going? Like at this stage, you know, we spoke about starting off people in the family craves, but how have you, who are some mentors right now? I, I think my I don't really have a okay my mentor is probably my manager okay um, because he ha, he has a lot of knowledge and um, he's older as well so I tend to listen to him because he knows what he's talking about okay um, and my mentor is my mum yeah definitely my mum um, keeping family my my daughters and my, my fiance as well yeah because um, she, she's actually she's, my fiance has actually got her own cake business as well okay might have to get her in yeah, as well okay. <laughs> yeah man so she runs a cake business and it's just nice like when the kids are in bed we're just working yeah like she's in the kitchen baking I'm, I'm, I sometimes bring her paintings upstairs we watch the film whilst we're baking whilst we're painting it's just yeah. nice and it just <laughs> keeps me pushing like sounds nice yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah I think that's it man thank you thank you for joining thank me today you. thank you